Greetings and welcome to the Transform Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Anastasio. This is episode 88 of our podcast, and it is Thursday, September 15th, 2022. Uh, welcome back, guys. Um, hope everybody is having a good week. Um, just want to pull up on my end of the microphone here. Uh, the episodes that we published for you last week, I uh, just want to quickly mention those and put a plug in for them. Uh, back on September 9th, uh, episode 86, we talked about making more mistakes. Kind of a catchy little title there, hopefully caught your attention. Um, really, the, that episode was about being authentic, being being very real in your content, uh, in terms of just being who you are, not getting hung up on glossifying or, you know, um, perfecting your content before you publish it, because if you do that, you'll never publish anything. That was really, you know, kind of an encouragement type of episode to to you know obviously compose yourself and prepare your message but don't get hung up on the aesthetics of the actual uh and, and mostly talking about video here though it could kind of apply to audio as well uh don't get too hung up on how it you know looks in terms of every single tiny detail um and that sort of thing just kind of pushing through that and being okay with that so uh, and, and why that actually rewards you because it improves your authenticity factor and it gets people thinking like, hey, this is a real person here. He's not trying to really sell me anything. Uh, episode 87, which I actually published on Saturday the 10th, uh, was getting started with YouTube Shorts. And that was just kind of a little bit of a browsing episode through uh, a very handy resource that came out from um, Social Media Today where they talked about how to you know, navigate the Shorts creation process. I mean, it was very high level, very glossy kind of slide deck that they put together that, that hits the basics. If you've never done a short before, you might want to look at that and it kind of leads you through the process. If you have done them before, the episode isn't going to help you much. And quite frankly, if you've been making reels and TikToks, you're probably going to know how to make YouTube shorts. Um, same general pieces to the puzzle there. Okay. So those are our episodes last week. Obviously, we got 88 and 89 coming to you this week be rounding the corner into the 90s and uh, speeding towards episode 100, which is really exciting. So glad to have you guys on board with that. Um, Today, I want to just kind of pontificate a little bit with you guys about sort of a real world thing that I see happening with one of our clients, you know, one of the individuals that I personally work somewhat closely with, um, working in the finance area, in in the tax, uh, you know, tax and accounting industry. And specifically, kind of hammer home for you guys why your organic content strategy, the volume and quality of your organic content, you're always going to somehow or another find your way back there in terms of its importance. And I want to contrast that to the sort of win now, make revenue now mentality that leads a lot of people to think all they need to do is run ads is to just go out on these platforms, whether you have a favorite one or whether you don't really care and you'll run ads anywhere. You know, I know some people just swear by Facebook ads or swear by YouTube ads or whatever. However you approach ads, the general philosophy that I run into that I see people kind of operating with is, hey, I want to turn on the faucet immediately, start running ads, start getting conversions, and start making money tomorrow. And let me, let me say this. I mean, this is not to say that you're not, you know, you can't run ads and start making money fairly quickly from them. I mean, you know, if you run ads well, and that is an iterative process, that's not a, hey, I slapped three ads together in Facebook, 
turned them on and started making millions of dollars next week. This is, this is an iterative thing that requires matching creative to copy to audience, etc., and then testing that and then seeing what's working and what's not, where the ad spend dollars are going, where the click-through rate is coming in high, where the conversion rate is coming in high, and then shifting dollars over there and then testing new audiences and testing new combinations. So, you know, when I say ads work quickly, I'm talking relative <laughs> to organic content. I am not saying, uh, and I don't think any of you who've done this be would believe this anyway, uh, ads take time as well. They just take, generally speaking, less time than organic content. So having said all that, I know there are people out there that think even within that construct that running ads equals making money fast compared to organic content. And again, while that's not necessarily an untrue statement, one of the things that I'm noticing with one particular client who has had success booking leads and calls through YouTube ads in particular, in fact, exclusively YouTube ads, is that the individuals who are booking these calls have one or two problems. I mean, they have one of these two problems or both of them, <laughs> okay? Number one, the individuals booking the calls are not profile-wise the best fit for what this client is trying to accomplish. So these individuals might be close to the mark, but they're not really right down the middle. So in other words, you know, these ads are aiming for individuals with certain types of tax issues. Let's just put it that way. Some of these, I don't want to say it's 100%, but some of these leads need tax help, but not the exact kind that the client is looking for. So they may not owe as much money or they may not be as far along in the, in the process as this client is hoping for, so on and so forth. I think you get the point. So the profile in some cases is sort of shifted slightly off center because the ad that's running is like 90 seconds and it doesn't go into a lot of depth. It has, it has certain key points in it that somebody who just sees the ad and kind of reacts fairly quickly to it or just isn't paying full attention or just doesn't have enough information based on the ad and wants to book the call anyway and wants to see what the deal is, that client is getting individuals like that booked through their, their sales funnel. And then the calls are happening and it's like, oh, uh, you may not be a very good fit for our program. Sorry, sorry, both of us wasted our time. Okay, so that's problem number one. Problem number two, and I think this is really more of the salient problem that comes from ads that I think only organic content solves, is no-shows. People who see the ad, you know, they're on YouTube, they're watching YouTube content, consuming content, they see the ad, they click the ad, thinking it's something they want to do, thinking it's something they're going to take action on, they, they book the appointment, and they don't show up for the appointment. And... To explore that for a minute or two, the reason that's happening, I mean, this is a firm belief of mine. I think you would find this um, um, underpinned by other opinions out there, is that they have no attachment to the business. There's no relationship, no, no like and trust phase or phases that they have traversed 
to grow an attachment to the business, to say, I want this business, this, this, this company, to service this issue for me because they have provided me value-added content, they have built up their authority over time, they have instilled confidence in me that they can successfully resolve this issue for me, and so on and so forth. They're just not developing that. There's no time to develop that. They're, they're literally booking calls. And in a sense, you know, when you book a call with somebody, when you, when you obligate to an appointment like that, you've inconvenienced yourself, right? You've, you've, you've blocked away time on your calendar that you can't use for something else. So in a sense, in a very oddly psychological way, you've created an inconvenience for yourself by blocking that time. The only way you get over that psychology is because you are very excited, very urgently wanting to make that call. If you're not really there, if you, if you haven't reached that, that psychology, the pinnacle of that psychology, you don't feel the urgency, you don't feel the attachment, you don't feel the confidence that what you're about to do, this hour of your life that you're about to lose on the phone with this business, that you think is probably gonna to try to sell you something, you cancel it. Or you probably don't even cancel it, you just don't show up. And so this business that we're working with, um, you know, this particular client, is seeing very high no-show rates. I mean, I would say, without going back and looking at the data just off the top of my head from my discussions with them and sort of being able to peer into the data, that about two-thirds of these leads are not even getting on the phone. There's not even an opportunity to convert them. It's not that they're difficult, it's not that they're obstinate, it's not that they're, maybe like I said before with the profile, misaligned a little bit and then they can kind of be reeled in for other services. They just don't show up. They don't reply to the automated sales uh, text, you know, uh, text messaging, uh, the, the sales message app uh, that that client uses. Uh, so they're, they're not being responsive on text, they're not answering any emails, they just disappear. You know, they, they, they consumed YouTube content, they saw an ad, they clicked, they made a booking, and they went off into the sunset. And so, you know, not to belabor this, guys, but because you get it a lot on this podcast, I know that, cranking out high volumes, whatever that means for you, whatever the highest volume is that you can reach, and more is always better, um, if you cannot crank out high volumes of, of value-added organic content that doesn't ask for anything, that doesn't ask for anything in return, that doesn't sell somebody something, the less attachment that your, um, that your customer base, your audience, is going to have to you. They're, they're just not going to have much attachment. It's not going to be any skin off their back. It's not going to be any sweat off their brow to say, you know what, I booked an appointment for this afternoon, I'd rather watch the baseball game. I'd rather go to sleep. I'd rather, you know, I mean, it just isn't, you know, it just isn't something that's going to, uh, to, to, to resonate with them, that they're going to care about, uh, about having to fulfill that obligation. So what we see, just time and again, is that businesses that provide constant and consistent value through organic content, just free stuff. People come to your social account and they consume it on their own time in their own place. That when you avoid that exercise, you lose this attachment you know, ratio, whatever you want to call it, this attachment factor. Okay, you just don't see as many people following through with your business who come in just straight out of left field, straight out of the blue, 
off of an ad, clicking through an ad. Okay, guys, so I'm not trying to discourage you from running ads. Doing both, very strong organic strategy, very strong ad strategy, is always the best approach until you know you potentially find you're so well-branded you don't ever need to run an ad again. But particularly for small and medium-sized businesses, I think doing both is important, but you have to understand the limitations. You have to understand why ads aren't going to get you all the way there. And this is one of the biggest issues I see with that. Besides the fact that you have to have patience iterating those ads, and a lot of people skip over that part, but if you have that patience, but you're also having an expectation that you're going to get these sort of lifelong clients out of these ads, it's not going to work like that. You know, you're going to get some to come through who really meant to work with you and really wanted to get on the phone with you, for sure. But you're going to see a very large percentage not even show up. And when you count those individuals in your metrics, you're going to see that you are paying even higher than what the data is telling you for actual quality leads. Because all those no-shows, you got to go back and factor them out of your metrics and say, hey, that wasn't a quality lead. You know, I've spent, you know, $10,000 on YouTube ads I thought I had 100 quality leads, I actually had 20. And that's gonna change that, that equation for you. Okay guys, so just wanna hammer that home. Hope everybody's having a great week. Hope everybody has a great Thursday night. I'll be back tomorrow with episode 89. Uh, so, so definitely look out for that guys. Uh, hope everybody uh, goes into the weekend strong and uh, looking forward to circling back with you guys tomorrow. Uh, you can look up Transform on LinkedIn, Facebook, check us out. See what we have to offer you in terms of uh, helping you with organic and or paid strategies. Uh, you can also check out transform.com for the website. And of course, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with everyone you know. So <laughs> thanks for letting me get that shameless plug in. I hope you guys have a great night and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.